Previously on the Nostalgic Front podcast. But like they got that clip of uh, when everybody was on the Tonight Show. Oh, yeah. And Jimmy Fallon has everybody come back and everybody looks at least a little bit humanly bloated. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Everybody looks like they're older and they've had work done. Yeah. And then fucking Mario Lopez walks out in his ballerina outfit like he just got done shooting the Miss that exact episode. scene yeah yeah he also though you i mean no aging is a, a hell It ain't me. It ain't me. I ain't no fortune son. Yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. That's fun. Hey, you think there's ever been a Heels CCR crossover? Oh, there should be. My yeah. Heels crossover every time I hear CCR. Oh, they cross right. over to the dancing realm. That's right. Yeah. Now, yeah. Uh, do you love CCR or what? Where are oh, you yeah. 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 They're fun, John, huh? John Fogarty's got a great lineup of hits. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I like to listen to them while I drink my favorite soda. What you your know? Favorite soda? Little do 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 drinking <laughs> out my back door. <laughs> that's fun. Uh, that's good. I love, man. I love CCR. I think they're fun. Yeah, they're uh, like uh, Southern Rock from California, right? Yeah, I, I, that story about how like he wrote "Proud Mary" when he'd never left like fucking his back his backyard. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He. Uh, I learned. I think maybe I've said this audio wise before but i learned to play guitar with a ccr songbook did you know that oh that's how i did it because i got i i I had gotten in trouble because i looked up uh, back in the day on aol you had keywords and i put in the playboy.com well you know what they say huh monkey ccr monkey do cr that's true uh that's why they like that soda do that's right I looked up playboy.com on our AOL and my mom found out. And so I got grounded from the computer when I was like yeah. in fifth grade, fourth grade, fifth grade. And so I had to do something and I had this guitar laying around, you know, I had to keep my goddamn hands busy. And so I, uh, my dad had a CCR book. And so I learned like proud Mary and who'll stop the rain and all those songs. That was great. Yeah. yeah. Put me in coach. That's right. Oh no. Cause this was all CCR. This was a Fogarty solo, you know, uh-huh. But uh, I do love that tune. Yeah. Uh, I like playing that song. Yeah. Back to back with uh, the Alabama song, Cheap Seats. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. That was uh-huh. a good mix. This town ain't big. This, this town, town ain't small. small. It's a little boat, they say. <laughs> About Park may be minor league, but at least it's, it's triple A. Man, we are a fantastic. singing podcast. What a- Look at this. Look at this fucking roller coaster, too. Two we, we come in. out the door with heels. Yeah. Kick it down. Machine gun. Machine gun. Right into some CCR and talk. Machine gun. And now helicopters. Alabama. Vietnam. CCR. It's all there. Yeah. Baseball. That's right. Hot dogs. Mustard. And all the rest. <laughs> uh, did you used to have a joke where you were like, uh, uh, I did. Put me, put me I in, did. coach. I'm ready to play. I used to, to have a lot of jokes. <laughs> that was a different time. Yeah. 
Uh, did you did you do that? Put me in, coach. I'm re- I'm I'm ready to fly or something like that. Wasn't that one of your jokes? Uh uh-uh, uh no. Something my about air, like as my if- classic rock airplane uh, joke is uh, Kansas. Oh, that's right. You're a Kansas yeah, Air Kansas joke. Airlines. You can only carry <laughs> on your wayward son. That's a very good joke. It, uh, I it big, gets less and less funny by the by the year. These kids yeah. today. A big thing that I've been. Uh, they don't listen to Kansas. The kids don't know. Yeah, they're all off listening to WAP. And it's like, you know, I don't think is that how they is that what they call yeah. it? I WAP, just see it. WAP. What yeah. about dust in the wind? You know? Yeah, the hits. That pussy. That wet ass <laughs> pussy. One of these days is just going to be dust in the wind. Yeah, that. It's much more timely. It's right. But, you know, you only got a wet ass pussy for so long. So go out there. Yeah. Use that macaroni and cheese while you can. Yeah. You know, lube it before you lose it. Exactly. God damn it. How have you been, man? What are you up to? What have you been doing? I have been fantastic. Oh, by the way, if you don't know, this is the top of the show. It is. You're fantastic. That's great. Now. Yeah. Uh, what? How you? How you passing your days? Are you having a good time? Do you have a good week or a bad uh, week? First week without week. a started started a new show. Yeah. Uh huh. The uh, Modern Family. Oh, sounds good. I thought you meant yeah. like I'm a little I, critical of it. I though. literally. Stop. I am 17 Stop. episodes. I thought you meant you were starting another podcast, and for a second oh. I was like, "What?" <laughs> well, I'm eventually going to start a very bad NFL podcast. Oh sure. At some point, I'm sure. doing it. I'm just gonna keep saying it until I do. Yeah. It. yeah uh, you started friends. watching. You started watching Modern Family. Yeah. Tell also, me. Also, well, for starters, uh, a lot of blackberries in it. So oh yeah. Not, not very modern. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Did you? Yeah, but uh, it's great. I've seen most of this season. It's one of those. What season are you I on? Was one. One. Okay. Yeah, it's definitely one of those where I was off and on with the DVR. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I know that we watched like maybe the first two seasons. Yeah. But I don't remember enough. I don't remember storylines. I just remember characters. Well, it's um, all sitting there whenever you guys get around yeah. to it. it. It's fucking great. Well, I mean, it didn't win like every Emmy for a fucking yeah. decade for no reason. I now maybe you knew about this, but did you know that for a while I was running Modern Modern Family, the Twitter account? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You've dropped it on here a couple times. Uh, Well, I'll I'll drop one right now. So this was the print. What if Modern Family was still on today? Now, Mm -hmm. the the joke behind the joke was that Modern Family was currently still on the air while I was tweeting these. Uh, But these would be episode synopsises. Uh, Bailey and Haley go dancing. Lily has the flu. Phil tells Claire that P makes him horny and she, yeah. so she pisses in his mouth and he loves it. Yeah, Phil's fun. He's just yeah. he's just the embodiment of oblivious uh white male privilege, you yeah, know? Yeah, right? Yeah. Just getting by on that shit forever. I and thinking um, he's way more clever than he is. Uh I feel really represented, you know? Yeah, sure. Uh what we're watching is and I, I've briefly mentioned this a few times on the podcast, but not a ton, uh, is uh Everwood. Which oh yeah yeah uh-huh. is from uh, you thought I was gonna make a boner joke I, I was gonna, I know I was waiting I have chapstick ready for you to you know <laughs> I can take a break you know they call in England they call chapstick bloke stick is that true uh huh you know oh that's funny in Australia they call it Everwood <laughs> uh, that's right, mate. Everwood it was on two thousand I think two to two thousand five we're in the fourth season and it's one of those shows. I mean, and I, 
I did not see this coming when we started watching it. I thought it was going to be like Parenthood or like Dawson's Creek or something. Mm -hmm. And it is, but it is so good. I think that this could be in my top 15 TV shows of all time. I'll have to ask ask the lady about that. Yeah. the that that's her wheelhouse right there. That totally. parenthood Dawson's Creek. Yeah, I love it when the characters make oh, decisions. Yeah. They make decisions that I think make sense. The dad is never right, which I think is great. The kid's not always right either. But like the and but it like feels, the offspring. Oh, very much like the offspring. You got to keep them separated. <laughs> kids are not always right. I, uh, but it's very 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 good. And so I everybody listen. I highly suggest checking it out if you're into. That, but what reminded me of it so much was you talk about the Blackberries, the cell phones, and that. Yeah. Like, and I'm. Two what about years... the What about the style? Are there a oh. lot of those striped sweaters, right? Oh yeah, dead on. Yeah, and yeah. it's they're yeah. two years younger. We loved than... stripes down the shoulder, and yeah. then another one around the arm. They're in the show, in the world of mm-hmm. the show. They graduated 2005, and I graduated 03. So it's like I so dead on with this show. Right. Um. Yeah. And so I highly suggest watching that. But the cell phones are so. You also funny graduated. Come loud, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why everyone would, you know. I <laughs> uh, highly suggest that. Uh, what have you been watching? Any? Are you watching any? Yeah, I I know we've talked about this, but like, are you watching other shit in the side? You know, because like Stacy and I watch Everwood together, but yeah. then I also watch like fucking. I'm I'm rewatching Justice League. I watched the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from 2003 cartoon. Like I'm watching nine programs at a time still. Yeah, I need, I need to find another one because I always go to Time Vampire video games or YouTube. Oh sure, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, also, I have a nostalgia podcast <laughs> yeah. uh, where we also do like current event shows too. Mm-hmm. So I try and watch those and uh, take in all of the stuff that I can't talk about because I'll. I'll fucking burn it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's funny. I like I like the idea of our whatever of the, of our like, quote unquote job being yeah. fucking dumb. Yeah. I I like when it's work though. I love that. I love when I'm like, all right, yeah. I gotta buckle down and really get in my I my felt, Roger Rabbit. Now, I felt uh, yeah. that. Oh, don't don't spoil it. <laughs> I felt that. I felt that last week with uh, uh what the fuck did we talk about? What was last week's episode? The first episode of this show? We did one? Yeah, what are oh, we talking yeah, about? Saved by the Bell. Saved by the Bell, that's right. I felt like I did a lot of research for that one because I was like, this is rebranding. We got to be f- hot out the gate. Yeah, this week, now I'm you're like, over it. Yeah, this week I'm like, I'll do what I got to do. You know, we'll make it work. Yeah. Uh, the uh, um, I'm telling uh, you, I just like my podcast, my mm-hmm. listening, yeah, and my video gaming. Mm-hmm. You mix those two together, but it's a good a whole, mix. there's a whole new world out there. I could go over my top 20 uh, running back fallout from free agency. <laughs> sure, sure. If you really want me to. That's yeah. what I've been up to, trying to figure out where I want to start drafting people in fantasy football, which isn't real. How do you August. feel? How do you feel about Pip, uh, uh, Pip Lindsay heading down to the Texans? <laughs> Te- Texans. A lot of one-year deals there. You a know? lot of lot of things happening. Uh, it's almost like they're expecting to have to swallow a giant salary. Mm-hmm. I uh, I was sad yesterday. I saw uh, briefly speaking of oh, football. Yeah. Uh, Sammy Watkins uh, went to the Ravens. Yeah, and that's I. He he was he's one of those guys that I fucking love. I associate him with our with the chief success so much because he came right when it all pop, started popping off. And yeah, so it's that was a bummer. But also. Good for him. 
I got to tell you, this is the thing I'm in, I'm excited about. Have you ever seen these letterbox accounts? Uh-uh. So letter- I have no account of these accounts. <laughs> Ooh. Letterbox is very similar to like Goodreads, which you probably also haven't heard of. Isn't that like uh, from the 70s, you know, uh, from the, <laughs> the women's tele- movement and they wanted to be able to box as well, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. a gaming commission. Uh, come let on, them box, Letterbox. You know? And then there was a campaign. They were like, yeah, yeah. Letterbox. And the, and the first, they made a documentary about it that was shot in widescreen format, which is why that's called Letterbox format. Uh I know it's like a it's like a so it's somewhat social media, but it's basically like a website where you every time you watch a movie, you can log it and you can write a little review. Oh, yeah. I saw yeah. you. I saw you dipped your toe into yeah. that. Too. And I it's been fun. toe dipping. I am. Yeah, we're toe dipping the podcast. It's a new oh, year. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, That's actually the name of my new podcast. Oh, toe dipping. Oh, toe dipping. You. What have you been dipping your toe into? Uh, but I, I think it's good. And one thing that's fun about it is I've been adding, I've been, it's been making me watch more movies, which I've wanted to do forever. Um, so I want to just give a rundown. These are all the movies I've seen since the last time we recorded. Ready? Whoa. The Count of Monte Cristo, which fucking rips from 2001, 2002. It's kick ass. Uh, what about you? What you got to worry about yeah. is the co- the calorie count of the Monte Cristo. <laughs> that's right. Because they think that fried. Fr- that yeah, it's deep fat fried. It's got jelly, very high sugar content in there. But oh boy, is it delicious. I, I should have made this my last one so we get a rift on it. But I swear to God, one of my favorite things of all time is a, a Monte Cristo sandwich. Yeah, I think it's the it like there was a time there was a time when my friend Joey Bag of Donuts, Nick and I would go get County Monte Cristos or Monte <laughs> Cristo sandwiches. I mean, six times a week. Uh, wow. Yeah, it was not. a. I mean, that's why I felt fucking big gas. Well, you're probably uh, like 20. Yeah. And Joey was just, making them. just the high, the high focus piles of shit you could throw into you at 20. But what sucks is I didn't stop doing that. So I'm still doing it. I'm just doing it at 2 a.m. Uh, <laughs> okay. Let me get through these other movies I saw. I saw Alien. I rewatched Alien, which is still fucking awesome. I watched Porco Rosso, which is an animated movie that rules Studio Gibaldi. I like that uh, she's running around in her underwear. Who? Sigourney. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sigourney. Ooh, me, Sigourney. <laughs> I don't know if that's offensive. Uh, I watched uh, this movie on YouTube that was like a, it very much felt like a, like they tried to write a Twilight Zone episode, but got passed over. So they just made it a TV movie called The Flight That Disappeared. And it was just like a 1961 black and white movie about an airplane. And it was great. Like, they smoke cigarettes the whole time, and there's a yeah. lounge and shit. There's a there's a part where the a door opens and somebody jumps out, and the, everything doesn't go like, or <laughs> like they don't even know that that's how planes work at that point, right? That's fun. Um, and then uh, last night I watched the thing, the prequel to the thing, John Carpenter's the thing from 1980, yeah, uh, 82 or whatever. I watched the 2011 prequel, which I liked way more than uh, like Rotten Tomatoes gave it. Uh, I, I, there's a pretty good, uh, YouTube video about how they pretty much ruined that movie. Oh, really? Like yeah. the producers and stuff. Yeah. Like there was a lot more practical effects and, uh, they did a lot of great homages yeah. that they, uh, wound up like scrapping. Well, that's good to know because the, the actual effects, uh, fucking suck. <laughs> like it looks yeah. like shit. Yeah. Yeah. They like forced them to use these CG effects. Yeah, because that's what the kids want. Uh, also, I barely, 
barely tipped my toe into the water for uh, March Madness. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Hawks got ran off the court and I got they right sure back did. out. They sure did. And he glad fucking... I wasn't invested. Ooh. Well, that's what we did was. So Iowa State didn't make it. Got a new coach, which is exciting. But um, I so we started watching women's basketball like the Iowa State Cyclones were in it and they upset somebody and it was a like, great. So I'm like, here we go. I'm invested. They play Texas A&M, who was way ranked higher yeah. than them. They led by you know, 20 points. I hate that term because what every game is every tournament game is an upset if you bet on the wrong people. True. Yeah. 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 You know, like if you were hoping that the uh, Buffalo Bills were going to win all four of those years, boy, yeah. those were upsets. <laughs> uh, but what that's exactly why I have a hard time with college basketball anyway is because male or female is because there's I can't I get invested. And yeah. so women's basketball, we're up by 20 points against A&M. It's looking awesome. I just don't we, like that. We lose an overtime by a fucking last second shot. And then I'm uh-huh. like, what now? I feel uh-huh. dead. The fun thing about uh, NCAA basketball is just a bunch of people blowing their seeds all over the country. <laughs> trending, trending topics. It's da, the da, topics da, da. that trend. When you're out on the street and you're looking for a topic and it's trending, it's a trending topic. Trending, trending. Also, this is uh, we timestamp shit now, and this oh, is yeah. the uh, spoiler section. Oh yeah, we, we might, might get spoiling. into it. You we know? might talk yeah. about it. Now, yeah. what? Why? Uh, I'll spoil something right now. Do it. Fucking Captain America, he's back. That's right. <laughs> okay, so uh, what? Okay, so where do you want to jump off first? You want to talk about the Suicide Squad trailer? Ooh yeah, let's do that. Ooh, looked good. It did. Yeah. I mean. I was always on board for it because here, here's my opinion on the original Suicide Trailer. Thank you. Or Suicide Squad. Film. The original. Mm-hmm. Great concept. Bad movie. Totally. You know, and I it, like both the animated ones me too. quite a bit. Me too. You know, uh, I like the style of movie that you've seen a hundred times. Yeah. You know, misfit team got to get together. Eight team type shit. That's right. Yeah. You know, so let's do it again. With a director I like, yeah, and now they're giving control to him. Yeah, that's right. I think I agree with you 100. I think uh, there, I, I, I'm one of those people that fell the original Suicide Squad. The trailer was really good. Oh, yeah. And so I was, I was hyped for it. And the when it turned out to be a bad movie that I have watched so many times because I keep praying that something will like speak to change. Me. I've yeah. given up. I, uh, but I. Uh, now this trailer looks great. I love the idea of it. I love the way Rick Flag looks. Uh, with oh yeah. Like- Plus, I mean, come on, we got look at all the likable people in there, mm-hmm. and then Pete Davidson. Oh yeah, <laughs> all those likable people and Pete Davidson too. Who people hate? I don't know why. Yeah. Uh, I just know that there is a strong segment of Pete Davidson hate out there. Yeah, and you play uh, to that. Yeah. You play to hate, even though if you don't fully agree with it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't hate him. But I also don't they, give. They jelly, right? I don't give a he's fuck. Young. He's, he's young. He's successful. Yeah. He dates out of his league and he's ugly. That's right. And also, uh, who's to say he earned what he has? Yeah. But, uh, you know, it wouldn't be fair if we didn't do count pounding it. He's young, successful, dates out of his leg. Has, and if he uh, wants to do our podcast, we'll talk about yeah. 
fucking Transformers with him. And his father passed away on 9-11. So then, okay, uh, maybe there's an argument out there that the tables have been evened a little mm. bit. Uh, yeah. But but everybody yeah. else is great. And though I do, I, that guy, Kinman, Kinman or whatever, the guy who's played with Rick Flagg, he was in the first one also. I really like him. He was on a TV show called The Killing. They used to be on AMC. And oh, he's well, he, yeah. If we could just talk about The Killing for a mm -hmm. second because oh, it was yeah. a red band trailer that's right i am stoked for some of the killing that uh king shark was doing who i found out he's voiced by sylvester stallone that's right and he's, yeah. he's acted out in the movie by comedy uh personality steve ag oh really yeah and steve Agee's in the movie too that's steve cool Agee's, steve ag was the guy in the trailer who goes they got a uh what is it a naruto or whatever the fuck the word yeah. is not that it's whatever that word is when you see starro for the first time uh, -huh. uh he's the guy that's like they got a blah 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 and i really like a when kaiju they, that's it they got a kaiju i really like when these comic properties now lean mm -hmm. into their bigger uh character uh library oh yeah you know like anytime you get like and by bigger harley character... quinn started scratching the surface by getting like your condiment kings mm -hmm. and uh condiment uh kite king, kite guy con anyways my wow. fucking tongue wow i saw that happen in real time <laughs> listeners i i agree with your saying you saw the panic by not big characters or big you know you mean like bringing in characters that maybe you didn't think you'd ever need to see in a movie yeah and if anybody's gonna do that give it to the guy that made the fucking Gar guardians of the galaxy He's yeah a fucking huge thing also I uh, I know we don't like tying or I don't like tying because I'm got a broken brain sections of the show up, but that television show I'm watching Everwood got a fucking uh, Star Lords in that and fucking uh, Sharon. Uh, oh, wow. That's funny. Sharon Carter's in it as well. Nice. They're the stars. All right. Anyways, back to the uh, Suicide Squad trailer. Um, I think it's really going to be cool that Star yeah. is going to be a bad guy because I think Star is so fun. And uh, one note yeah. characters work great if you're going to kill half of them oh, off totally. halfway through the movie. Javel Javelin man. Sorry, bud. You ain't making it. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? John Cena's character is getting a, a series. Yeah, he's a Cena stealer. And that is correct. I thought it was hard to see him in the trailer because he's invisible. Also, it's kind of funny. The uh, reply guys for anything suicide squad related uh, -huh. uh on the internet like the Snyderverse people uh -huh. are cannibalizing dc on the oh, internet yeah, which yeah. is kind of weird like not only do they hate marvel but now they also hate all non-snyder dc oh, stuff so they're coming at so they're suicide like squad? they're like replying in the comments about like oh yeah they had jokes it's gonna be marvel crap because there's jokes in the trailer. Oh, everything's got to be broody. I used to want a uh, like a meteorite to hit our planet because of like all the horrible stuff, like the fucking racism and yeah. sexism and homophobia. Well, no, Star now I want Wars it because of shit like that. I want it. I want none of us deserve to get out alive. You know, yeah. uh, the uh I, I'm I'm very stoked for it. I was before, but I am even more so now. Um, I also think with a movie like this, much like Harley Quinn was similar to this in a in a way, where when it's got such a big, uh, you, you, there's so many storylines happening and so many people characters. Yeah, it's easier for it to be good, which is I think why that first Suicide Squad it drives me nuts how bad it is because 
You could like just lock it was, into it one was reactionary thing and enjoy filmmaking. It. Yeah. Like reactionary blockbuster filmmaking. To and they were the trying Guardians to completely and... change it. And and just like all like, oh well, Guardians of the Galaxy has popular songs in it. So we're gonna buy yeah. all these songs. But like the songs from Guardians are actually serving a purpose. That's right. Well, and there's the thing they talk Suicide about... Squad is just like putting them in there. Even in the trailer, when uh, Michael Rooker, I don't know what his character is. He's got the long hair. Yeah. He's bouncing the ball in that cement cell. And the ball is bouncing on beat with that uh, Steel yeah. Dan song. So it's like even even the things that the other the other one was supposed to be good at. Fucking James Gunn is better at doing that thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited about that. Um, all right now, uh, what about uh this is kind of a thing. I don't think you saw this yet, but I watched it last night. Uh the fucking the Mighty Ducks television quack. series. Quack, quack, quack. I think uh I think the the ladies into it. Oh yeah, she already saw it. Well, she's she's got the Gilmore girl in there. Of course. Uh same here. My wife is watching Gilmore Girls as we speak. Yeah, and I told her last night when I saw that that was there. I said, "Honey, the quack attack is back, Jack." <laughs> it's. I'll get uh, around to it. I yeah. don't know if uh, it's Friday viewing material. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's uh, being released week to week, so only one episode is out. I watched it last night. It was alright. I'll say this: um, Lauren Graham's great. Gordon Bombay's in it, and the way that his character is being played is very fun. Good. Um, and uh, the thing I like about it is. We've talked. We talked about this before with uh, last week with the Save by the Bell, the new the new Save by the Bell, and yeah. how it didn't fall into the trappings of Full House or Fuller House or whatnot. Uh-huh. This, it's it's not made by like cool cutting edge people the way uh, the new Save by the Bell reboot yeah. or Cobra Kai is, but it it had the benefit of watching how those happened, and so you can tell it doesn't feel like Fuller House. It feels. Yeah, more also like has Cobra one of the Letter Kenny hockey players in it. That's fun. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And so hoping for more Letter Kenny in the Mighty Ducks. That's right. The lady from Letter Kenny. I just saw the girl. I don't know her name. Michelle. Whatever. Uh huh. I saw that she's gonna be in some movie coming out, and I was like, I literally can't picture her. I mean, that's not. It's not her fault. She can yeah. do. How do you I, like to watch Letter Kenny? Do you huh? like to watch it uh, in a Letter Kenny letterbox? <laughs> I do, you know what? Well, are you talking about the documentary about the famous women boxers suffragists? <laughs> uh, but but it, it's one of those things. I you don't have to. We don't have to talk about it every week on the show. But yeah. I do think it's cool, and I like the way they're dealing with it. Um, when do they start fighting interspace battles with yeah. the ship that's underneath the ice? Like they when they start when, dealing with the actual cartoon animated series, yeah, Mighty Ducks. That that's uh, season three. Yeah, and that's, that's gonna be fucking there. awesome. I mean, where it just goes from like a wholesome, yeah. like Gilmore girl, like yeah, you know, all these kids are having their little arcs, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, another thing, one thing, uh, last thing I'll say about the the Mighty Ducks show is that it uh, it did a thing that I really liked was so the viewer knows mm-hmm. who Lauren Graham is because we know from Gilmore Girls and Parenthood and stuff, yeah. and we know who Gordon Bombay is because of the stuff, but and the gin and of oh, sure. And so they're like, when they interact on screen, we as the viewer are like, oh, we have all this backstory. But then Gordon, but like she, they're basically, okay, so there's this scene where 
he's fixing a Zamboni on the ice uh-huh. and she goes there and she's like, excuse me. And he's like, can I help you? And she's like, uh, oh no, I don't need the, he's like, you need an ice rink. And she's like, oh no, not for me. I haven't skated since the nineties when I did a Whitney in Houston thing. When it, and she does like a, a Gilmore girls esque run uh-huh. on running sentence. And then he just kind of looks at her and goes, okay, I don't know who you are. And I don't understand why you thought you needed to tell me all that. Well, and that is very sounds like, funny. She sounds like a cake eater to me. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. Uh, the uh, fucking whole show is full of cake eaters. The Idina Hawks are in it. The 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 team from uh, Mighty Ducks 3, they are referenced in it. Oh. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to see where it goes. I, I, I it's not going to it's not necessarily for me, but I don't think Cobra Kai was necessarily for me. And I really enjoyed it. So, yeah. Um, now, tell me about this Invincible trailer. Did you see this or the, the new Invincible series? I just want to check it out. I know. It's, I don't know uh, anything about it. What do you I keep know? seeing stuff on the peripheral? It's the Amazon uh, mm. like uh, super uh, violent uh, like the boys? Superman. Yeah. Oh. Cool. But it's made by uh, Robert Kirkman, who did like The Walking Dead. Yeah. And it's getting a lot of love right now. So I'll be checking oh. that out uh, going into next week. Just haven't gotten to it yet because there's a different superhero show. Yeah. On a streaming network that's uh, way better and way more uh, topical. I think now. Sorry, I know we're moving on, but uh, there's a show called The Awesomes that's on Hulu. That is yeah. Seth Meyers show. Uh-huh. I thought this was the same fucking thing. It's like a superhero with a blue suit. I thought that was the same fucking dude. So that's interesting to know that. It's not. Oh, and it looks like Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg are also producers on it, and they don't miss. So, yeah, Steve, uh, Stephen Yin. Uh, At the and, very least, everything Seth Rogen does, yeah, is watchable. Oh, very much so. He like hits the seventy percent Rotten Tomato comedy bar yeah. nonstop. Have you bought any of his pot? Are you going to do that? No. By the way, pot, uh, it's going to be legal here soon. Nice. I mean, you're fucking off, so well, good luck you know, in Iowa with your red state bullshit. Maybe, but Maybe we can get people out of uh, prison that are there that's right, for nonviolent crimes. I re- Come on, I, Kim, get to it. I really think... You're the, single? <laughs> you dumb... You don't you, have You dumb hassle. maniac? Yeah, now go out there and get people out of jail. I really think the only way Cuomo's going to rectify his, his everything... Mm-hmm. is by legalizing weed and getting fucking criminal offenses out of prison. That's yeah, yeah. the only way he could save face. Uh, Otherwise, New York's going to be like, uh, no Cuomo. Yeah, that's right. Uh, okay. So did you watch uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Falcor and the Winnie Cooper the Soldier? Falcor and the Winnie Ah, fuck. I've been watching Falcor and the Winnie Cooper all week. <laughs> it's a fanfic it's where uh, the Wonder Years goes. Uh, Most viewed yeah episode i saw that in disney plus premiere episode in disney plus history that actually surprises the shit out of me and i think that's based on the fact that no one thought the first episode was going to be that core also it's up against like three other episodes of things buddy that's your podcast right there stream core <laughs> and every week you just talk about what you're watching there it is uh the uh, i it works I thought- great I think people didn't think that the first that this was going to be good, and then the first episode was really good and got good like reviews and word of mouth, and so then all these people are like, "All right, I'll watch the second one." Yeah, uh, yeah, I thought it was fun. I really like seeing that. I think those two are great together, Falcon uh, and Bucky. Yeah, um, they're just setting it up, and I'm into it. Yeah, I love like every, everything's pretty far apart from where it's going to go. I think. Yeah, I love the way that uh, uh, 
they brought in the new cat, the guy playing the, the new cap U.S. John agent. Walker. Yeah. John Walker and uh, Battlestar and how they already have this friendship and the duality of them being very close, but not knowing how to be superheroes. And then Bucky and Sam hating each other, but being very good at being a superhero team. Yeah. I think that's a fun juxtaposition, uh, you know, juxtaposition. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, maybe like two months ago, I listened to the audio comic of red, white, and black, which was the Isaiah Bradley story. Oh, and yeah. So seeing him pop up was very cool because I didn't think they were going to get into that or anything, you know? And he's he's basically the black uh, Captain America who in the comics was yeah. prior to Steve, but apparently in this universe, he came right after and then like was just buried. Like they put him in jail and, you know, but he was yeah, a hero in Korea. They're definitely doing a uh, great job with Falcon and the Winter Soldier uh, as far as like getting its toes into all these different uh, which I'm really into uh, saying today. That's the oh uh, yeah, you bit. This is the toe dipping. So you know what's ironic about that is uh, last night I was reading through the screenplay and I realized that I meant to write tow truck as T O W. Oh yeah. But in every fucking time I wrote it, like ten times I wrote. You could draw T- a little toe with yeah. wheels on it. Just imagine if I sent that to the fucking head of Disney to read, and he's yeah. like, "Tow truck." All of a sudden, my my TV show gets made, and it's a truck that looks like a fucking foot, like a Monty Python bullshit. Yeah, but no, I'm really interested to see where it goes because you can yeah. see a lot of like gray in everybody too. Yeah, and and it's cool seeing everybody dealing with post blip stuff, which is a really fun narrative. Mm-hmm. Uh that we've only barely touched on in Spider-Man, but just yeah. the whole fact that we basically have a leftovers or a manifest yeah. going on with all of our wizards, cyborgs, yeah. and aliens. Uh, something that I don't know if we talked about this either, but what I loved, what something I fucking loved that Spider-Man uh, 2 did was... Uh, Spider-Man 2 did? Oh, gross. <laughs> My spider senses. Oh, <laughs> The Nostalgic Front Podcast is brought to you by Ryan C, Jennifer L, Matt S, Grammar Hole, Edward S, Joan, Emmett, Christina, Hank, Mike, Brian, Sophie, Adam, and listeners like you. All right, here we go. (laughs) All right. Who framed Roger Mm -hmm. Rabbit? Hey, uh, Patrick. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, why don't you uh, read me that log line, buddy? Uh, all right, buddy. Now, uh, a tune hating detective is a cartoon rabbit's only hope to prove his innocence when he's accused of murder. Ooh. Was that fun seedy. or is that stupid? Does that Man, fun? is this a tournament? Because that plot sounds seedy. Damn. Hey, is this a bunch of my jizz? Because that plot sounded seedy. <laughs> Dams are out. Sideways boats are in. Uh, oh, hey, that's fun. Suez. Uh, now, I love it. Great. You rewatch it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's okay. oh man. I am uh, to the T. Yeah. On uh, Roger Rabbit. Yeah, he's great. Um, I rewatched it. I listened to the audio book. Oh. You know, I we do research. We this do a research. Podcast. This is a research podcast. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. So tell me about it, buddy. What's great? <laughs> Fuck you, you stupid dipshit. Can I tell you the thing I found out right before the break? Yes. Or during the break? Um, 
I had a moment. I had a moment. Now, listeners, we all know. First movie I ever saw in the theater, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Came out the same week as Batman, which was the second movie I ever saw in the theater. Mm-hmm. But I had a moment where I was just like, wait a minute. I saw who framed Roger Rabbit in the theater. I know I did. Oh, the I cinematographer. Remember. Stop that. I know I saw it in the theater and I had this freak fit, freak moment where I was like, what the fuck is happening? So then I searched, did they re-release Who Framed Roger Rabbit in the theater in 1990 or 1989 maybe? And they mm-hmm. didn't. But what I found was that uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit had a uh, short interstitial cartoon uh, before Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. That is right. I found that out and it literally like yeah, that never that never happened. You're yeah. never like, oh fuck, where's my sock? Oh, I think I left it on the table, and then you find it on the table. That never happens. Yeah. Oh, and that was very exciting. Yeah. Um, that was an interesting time too at Disney. Was this a uh, uh, little bit of Amblin like Touchstone yeah. like crossover they had going on right yeah, then. before they started like the tune disney's and well they started making all their stuff yeah, in yeah. house and shit uh-huh well this movie kind of like changed animation like because uh who's it katzenberg right Jeffrey? uh is it katzenberg or is it uh, the yeah. other guy uh yeah yeah he like pretty much got the momentum off of this to make little mermaid oh is that true yeah I don't think that's Katzenberg, is it? Maybe. I think it's Eisner. Well, Eisner was the main, like the big Disney guy. Katzenberg was like the animation. Okay, like, that's fine. You, you, you're probably right. I'm. You read all the work. I, I'm dumb. Uh, so tell me about the. What do you know about the process of it? Because I know the movie. I think it's great. I think it holds up. It's fun. Well, they made the book. Weird. Okay. The so, guy wrote the book in 1980, was and it, it wasn't even that big of a book. You know, only there, like 12 pages. There, yeah. Well, no, they, they, they didn't make too many copies of it, mm-hmm. you know, but uh, Disney like immediately recognized like, well, we can make a pretty decent movie out of it. They just bought it. Yeah. And uh, like we're on the 40th draft is basically where we were at. So it was a long it was a long process too, sure. to get to get made because uh, but the, pretty much the only thing that came through is a couple of the characters and the concept of uh, film noir doing cartoon characters yeah that's... it was a lot they had there was a lot more like uh talk about race in it mm. too like equating uh, quoting equating tunes to, uh, to a lot of like uh marginalized characters yep. like, characters in society and yeah and like uh babe ruth was a tune oh, and uh like they had like most professional athletes and most popular people were like tunes yeah yeah and stuff i like and, that uh yeah, but it, uh, boy, that book is a lot longer than it needs to be. Yeah, it's, it's I, interesting. Let me but... time out. Are you saying when you say the book, are you referencing the book of Who Framed Roger Rabbit, which is what the film was based on or the Roger Rabbit stories? The book is, called, you, the who, book is you... called Who Censored Roger Rabbit that the film was based on. And then they made books after the movie came out. God damn. I thought because we were talking about this in prep. I thought Who Censored Roger Rabbit was like a movie written in 1999 about the controversy behind no, who, no. F- the making of Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Who Censored Roger Rabbit is the source material like wow. that, it, that they bought. It's the 1981 book. That's awesome. 
awesome. That's cool. Yeah. By Gary K. Wolf. Uh huh. No yeah. relation. And to Roger Dick. gets killed <laughs> in it pretty early. But they, uh, and it's pretty much like cartoon characters can make duplicates of themselves that are pretty much their stunt doubles. Sure. Like you, you make a doppelganger of Roger and then drop a safe on him. I see. So it's uh, Roger's doppelganger and Valiant trying to solve Roger's murder. Oh wow! I that's there. That's way. I love the idea. I'm everything about this movie is for me. Yeah, specifically for me. It's got. It all was the, the Avengers before the Avengers. It, yeah, it it's got all the things I love. The fact that fucking Bugs Bunny and Mickey Mouse share a scene in a film is ridiculous. Donald and fucking uh. Daffy Daffy doing the piano, doing uh -huh. pianos. Also, you see the old bugs at the very beginning, like um, when he when he first goes uh, uh, wherever the fuck he's going, Bob Hoskins, when he first has to go uh, meet the 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 studio head at Acme or whatever the fuck mm -hmm. he maroon you maroon. You see the original Bugs Bunny back when Bugs was like kind of a slack jawed rabbit. You yeah. see him walk by. So it's like. The universe is so fun. I swear there could have been seven, eight, nine, mo nine of these movies. I would have watched them all. Yeah, that is one of the craziest takeaways from all of this, because this movie was fucking huge. Yeah, yeah. Roger Rabbit was huge. Yeah. You know, and another thing he, that he I was like leading parades at Disney World after that. Mm -hmm. Apparently, Disney got all the merchandising from it. Yeah. And then it, uh, it also looked uh, looked so good. It looks great. Oh. It looks fantastic. There's a there's a, a famous still that goes around of um, apparently Bob Hoskins was really good at because they, they he uh -huh. wasn't acting to anybody. There was no yeah. the cartoon wasn't there. And so he was really good at making the pretend eye lines at like where Roger was. But uh -huh. there's one part where he fucked up and he's looking straight ahead and they couldn't reshoot it. So they just instead made Roger like lean, like on his tippy toes up against the wall for no reason. And you're never watching the movie being like, why is that dumb rabbit on his tippy toes for a minute? Yeah. You just believe that he got on his tippy toes. So Bob Hoskins is meeting his eye at level, you know? Uh-huh. Very good. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Oh, it, it blows my mind that there is not a single bit of CG in yeah. this movie. It's all hand-drawn, huh? It's all hand-drawn and uh practical effects yeah like a lot of robots moving stuff mm -hmm. and then them drawing over it the thing that i thought like yeah it's it's insane it looks so good and there's something right at the beginning that uh captivated me as a child and i so just so you guys kind of understand the how this happened was we, we were originally talking about dropping once we rebooted the podcast. I don't know if you guys know, Reem and I used to have a podcast together that dropped on Mondays and Thursdays, and then we rebooted, and now we're going to drop only on Mondays. But mm -hmm. Reem was under the impression, maybe because I fucked up and made him think that, maybe that we were going to always stoned. That we, or maybe because you're always stoned, that we were going to drop on Thursdays. So Reem had been prepping his ass off for this uh, Christian Slater uh, April. It's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. Right? Yeah, we're going to gleam the cube. Slate you know? roll. That's right. Christian uh, slate roll of the nostalgic front. We're going to gleam the cube. We're going to interview the vampire. You know, we're going all there. And so then all of a sudden when I was like, uh, so what are we doing for Monday? And it was like, oh, shit, we have. And I had that day watched Who Framed Roger Rabbit and fucking loved it. And so then we were like, yeah, man, well, let's go all in. And I'm so glad we did. 
I'm it's so universally good. loved. Everybody that like mm-hmm. goes back to this movie loves it. It's carrying a 97 on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. It won three Oscars. I like how you care about Rotten Tomatoes when it's backing you up, but other times you're like, yeah, it's just like no, PFF. No, no, no. It's like George in Seinfeld when he's like, yeah. uh, Gary's like, I thought you didn't believe in God. Only he's like, I do for the bad things. When it fits your narrative. Thank Have you. you never been on the internet before? That's why you hate Pete Davidson. Yes. Uh, but uh, so the th- something that I loved, it captivated me as a kid and it still did when I rewatched it the other day is the opening, the fantastic opening, which is that baby oh, yeah. cartoon and all the things. And then when they yell cut and they well, not really a baby, he's well, got that. He's like him. a baby Yoda. Cause <laughs> yeah, he's, cause he's, he's actually like 50. 50 year old lust with a three year old. Dinky. <laughs> Real gross. Uh, but they, uh, when they yell cut, and it's kind of like we're now we're no longer watching the production they were making. Yeah. We're now on set. And when it flips, there's all of a sudden a set of that kitchen with the fridge and everything. It rules. And baby Herman become is still computer is still cartoon and Roger's still cartoon. But like the rest of it's all like an actual set. And I thought yeah. as a kid, I was like, that's prop so cheese. cool. The that's... prop department mm. had a fucking blast. In Fantastic. And this, in this the animation department worked their fingers into dust. Yeah. And uh, all of them said it was like hardest I ever worked on a movie. Yeah, uh, but it was great. I wonder how much it made. I'm trying to see the box office because I bet it was fucking awesome. Thirty three hundred twenty nine point eight million dollars. Yeah. What year was this? Nineteen eighty nine. Top movies of that's like a billion now. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna look up the t- see where it fit in the t- in the box office tell me more tell me how it went for do you know do you know any of that process how so did so did disney buy the rights right right away when that book came out or what yeah a little bit after that i i know it took years to make and uh a long time to develop because it's a lot darker you know the book is yeah 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 jessica sucks she's like uh she doesn't care about roger at all she's like using that's funny stuff because like, in this fanfic i was writing jessica sucked uh <laughs> right well and, buddy it's right here i'm sorry it's already interrupted the question i asked you but i'm looking at it right now the number one grossing movie of 1988 is who framed roger rabbit yeah yeah exactly yeah it beat <laughs> out rain man it beat out coming to america it beat out big John it beat out Kemp. twins it beat out crocodile dundee too yeah which is really interesting that Bob ha- Haskins. Haskins, uh, I think. Yeah, Hoskins yeah. With an o. Which also, he's always awesome when you hear him in an interview. He's because he's English. In my head, yeah. he is always fucking uh, detect or private valiant or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Detective and valiant. that voice, you know, he's like, I hate rabbits. And then you in person, he's like, well, actually, I was having all sorts of fucking Phil Collins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Off- yeah, yeah he's yeah, also. We got to say he's passed he's, away. He's passed yeah. on since, but mm-hmm. um, he's he had a great kid arc. Like uh, 90s kids mm-hmm. had their uh, Bob Haskins trilogy that they'll always carry with them. You know who else had a great it's, kid arc? Mario. Noah, <laughs> Noah Jr. Yeah. Yeah, Mario. But, uh, that's what I was saying. Mario, Mario and Hook. Hook. And this, um, I think, oh, fuck, we should have mentioned this earlier in one of the segments, but, but uh, hold on, time out. Jessica yeah. Walter just passed away. Oh, yeah, uh, It yeah. was fantastic, and she was in, Di- and I was telling, Stacey and I were talking about it, and so she was great in Dinosaurs. She was great in Arrested Development, and she was great in Archer. If she had only been in those three things, she yeah. would be a legend. Yeah. But she's been in a million other things, and Bob Hoskins is very similar. If he oh, had yeah. only done 
Roger Rabbit, Hook, and uh, uh, Super, Mario, Super Mario Brothers. Brothers. We'd all we'd all still love him anyway. We, we definitely got to get around to Super Mario Brothers. I know, right? He, it's it's yeah, it's great. We got to do like there. a video game movie run yeah, or whatever. But that'll be uh, fun. Um, yeah. but yeah. So it's a lot interesting. Of love. Haskins wound up being the lead because of who they tried to get. You can tell uh like haskins haskins was, brother yeah bob haskins he's not that big of a name no you keep messing it up anyways you can tell he got hired because of uh budgetary constraints because the initial people they tried to give the movie to were like uh harrison ford was the first choice oh boy what a bad movie it would have been <laughs> well not really i mean he played a noir detective essentially in blade runner yeah. And then the other oh, two boy. were uh I've decided Blade Bill Runner. Murray? Hold on. I've decided Blade Runner is now way cheaper than Ambien or any other night sleep stuff. <laughs> yeah. Just put on Blade Runner and fucking you're out before any uh, Ridley Scott movie really yeah. will put you will put you to sleep. Boy, he that movie, I wish I liked it. That movie sucks shit. <laughs> I wish I could get into it. Uh sorry. Who else but, you said? Uh, Bill, Bill Murray, Murray and mm-hmm. Eddie Murphy were both uh up for the role i don't i'm sure it would have been a it would have been a di- i think bill murray it would have been a similar movie i think harrison ford i wouldn't it would well, have the been good a thing movie. is you don't need a star there is a potential though that in was, who framed roger rabbit if it was time out if it was eddie murphy in 1988 this could have been a very different movie but also awesome because also coming yeah. to america came out that year so you just gotta yeah. think like I, this could this could have been awesome or it could have been uh you know left in its stuff uh-huh. so i think hoskins is the perfect pick yeah, because you can't have somebody too big because the real star is, is of this Roger. movie is Roger Rabbit. That's right. Who and all of the cartoons that are there too. Who Roger Rabbit perfectly straddles that line mm-hmm. of being an annoying character. Yeah, like narratively, totally, but not like as a viewer. Yeah, like I'm never like shut that fucking. Ra- he he doesn't hit Jar Jar moments. Totally, totally. You know totally. what I mean? And you understand that everyone else in this movie has a history with him, so they find him annoying. Yeah. But we're just experiencing him as we go. The like, one thing, the one part he's hilarious. Like, his annoying moments are hilarious. Yes, and there's the time when you're like, you sympathize with everybody when he hits it. Is the yeah shave and a haircut? Oh my god, that part and uh-huh. the way they set him up with that, and then you're like, you see him being like, oh no no, and you're like, oh I know exactly who that guy is. <laughs> I know exactly who that fucking yeah, person. That's is. me. Yeah. When. Yeah. Uh, well, that's us when a fucking every time I say the title out. of this fucking movie and you yeah. come back with uh, the DP or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You're my Jessica. No. You're my fucking Roger Rabbit. Also, there's one of my one of my favorite move moments in the movie. Yeah. Is uh they're hiding in a theater to lay low for a little bit, you know, so nobody because Rogers wanted for murder. Yeah. And they're watching goofy cartoons. Oh yeah, yeah. And there's a really like humanize another humanizing moment with Roger where he's like, oh, no, Goofy's the greatest. Yeah. Nobody can take a wallop like Goofy. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like him breaking down his art form and just like yeah, being a great. fan and loving it, too. Yeah, it's very, very good. Which is really interesting. The guy who played Roger Rabbit. Fleischer, would, isn't that his name? Yeah. Yeah. Would dress up mm-hmm. on set. As, oh, Roger, as Rabbit, Roger. Oh, that's where fun. it was like, but it was like a half-assed Roger Rabbit outfit. Yeah. Because he wants to like play up his character as much as he can. And like they were joking about how they'd go, he'd break for lunch 
and yeah. be out there eating in a shitty rabbit costume. And people would be like, oh, man, have you seen have you seen what they're doing on lot four, that rabbit movie? Yeah, Ooh, it looks bad. I <laughs> uh, I'll tell you who I uh, to give you a little reference of who I uh, he is. Have you mm-hmm. seen back to the here? I'll show you now, listeners. You guys will have to just trust me on this. But I, uh, I, uh, this is who did the voice. This guy, you see this guy from Back to the Future? He's oh, like yeah. The guy trying to raise the money in Back to the Future Part Two. That is more of that Zemeckis action. Yeah, exactly. That's that's Charles Fleischer there. He, um, also, I, I think, what did he do? He's a scientist. And like he, he was a comedian and then did all this stuff. But he's also like a scientist and he invented something. Hmm. Let me ugh, fuck. I wish I had it at my fingertips. Um, yeah, he invented Roger Rabbit's voice. Maybe I'm maybe I'm mixing him up with somebody else. I thought I thought he was. a. Uh, oh, yeah. He wrote a paper regarding the nature of gamma ray bursts that appears on yeah. the Cornell University website. He's like a, he's like a genius. He's like the he's like Dexter hmm. from uh, the offspring. He's like also a genius somehow. It's crazy that uh, all the different innovations that Hold Robert on. Zemeckis Wouldn't it have been brought. funny if when I shared my screen with you on Zoom, yeah, I was just looking at like those fucking naked photos of Jessica Rabbit. Right. <laughs> Sorry, what did you say again? Oh, just how uh, much Robert Zemeckis has done with most of his films as far as like uh, advancing visual effects and and stuff i mean even when they aren't good no like polar express that guy misses so hard but like literally and i i was trying to figure this out like what happened to roger zemeckis robert zemeckis Mm -hmm. who fucked up robert zemeckis because all the back to futures who framed roger rabbit there's another great one that i'm missing forrest gump forrest gump maybe well that's a hit or miss anyway but it's still a good movie but fucking Beowulf? Didn't he do that? Yeah. And it's like, I get that he like wants to have a computer. Like, everybody likes having a computer in the den, you know? But <laughs> come on. <laughs> right? Uh, but you're right. Like, uh, the shit he, shit he figured out because of Beowulf is probably why some of the Marvel movies are as kick-ass as they are, you know? Yeah, 100%. Um, <laughs> yeah, all those nightmares that CG Tom Hanks driving around a train in the yeah. snow gives kids every year because they keep un- playing it for some reason. His uncanny you know? valley eyeballs. <laughs> uh, wait, I mean, I think according to this, let me look at this director. Uh, he did a movie I enjoy. Flight. He did Flight. That movie's not bad. And he did Castaway. That movie's not bad either. Yeah, yeah. Except for I didn't care for the second act of the movie where they take the entire cast away. That's right. Tom, oh, wow. That's just Tom cool. Hanks out there in a ball. I flight if you've never seen it is denzel washington and that oh, yeah. and he turns the plane upside down uh-huh. and that is the movie that i watched i think 25 minutes of thinking it was the movie about sully right i thought it was the tom hanks sully yeah. movie and i'm just literally like 20 minutes in being like fuck man i when do the monsters even, show up yeah they still haven't even shown tom hanks it's like and then he movie, flips the plane right. and i'm like i think this is a different movie like I watched solely like Mike wasn't even in it. That's right. Fucking, I just wanted some goddamn monsters. Thank you. Monster zinc. Centrum. That's right. Uh, fucking whatever. Uh, All right, so what, we, got, what, we got some plot points here, right? Sure. You got them. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, well, let's went, go. So Valiant, he gets hired. That's right? right. He gets hired by Mr. Maroon. The head of the 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 studio. Roger can't nail his lines down. He's no his Roger's, lines elsewhere. He's, he's yeah, he's off in law because because hey Jessica, he thinks you know. And I yeah. don't think Roger thinks somebody's cheating on him. I don't think Roger. Well, nobody trusts just, Jessica. No, because she's so fucking hot. And you know what? It's not her fault. He's she, was dip. she was just drawn that way. That's what she says later. Yeah, yeah. I. But so he's off because their relationship is off. And he's like, so the he, Maroon is like, okay, go spy on him. And of course, Valiant fucking hates tunes because a tune dropped a piano on his brother. Well, we don't know that yet. Well, okay, fine. We'll get there. The, the, yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, he goes, takes some yeah. photos. Jinkoo. Uh-huh. Well, first uh, he sees her perform. Well, that's where we see the fa- fabulous yeah. Kathy versus Donald. There's a really good, Pianzos. really good part in that. He's hanging out with like Betty Bo Boop. Betty Boop. What? Hold on. Go back. What do you think her name is? Betty Bo Boop. Yeah. Yeah. He's hanging out with Betty Bo Beep Bop Boop and Rocksteady. They both come out. <laughs> he's hanging out with Betty Boop. Yeah. Boop, boop. Uh huh. And I, I really like one of the, uh, because they're at a jazz club. Yeah. And he shows up. And there's a big monkey there running the uh, oh the door, door. Yeah, yeah yeah and he's like password and he's like Walt sent me oh yeah that is a good password there's yeah. so many like little like jokes and one liners that mm-hmm. are hidden in here too like right after that he gets seated at the club and uh, he's like give me a scotch on the rocks and he's like as a penguin scuttles away he's like and I mean ice oh that's right yeah. To drive the point home, and then of course it's got tune, actual tunes. Rocks. Tunes can't pass up a fucking bit, yeah. You know? And it's got actual rocks in it. There's a thing right there too that kind of, uh, uh it plays. Uh, it's one of those things that might not hold up that doesn't hold up. But her band is like a cool jazz band, right? Yeah. And but they're the Crows from so- uh, Song of the South, who were or from Dumbo, one of the two. I don't think they were them. I just think they were Crows. I don't know. I kind of got the input. For the they weren't they wearing were... like any of the same clothes. They really? were wearing okay. jazz clothes. I just kind of thought they were supposed to be. These are cool black guys that are in her band. And mm-hmm. I, I and but it's never said and you never hear them speak. So they don't have some fucked up. Well, that's uh, just your Jar Jar internal racism right there, Patrick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 That's what I was talking about. It, yeah. Yeah. It's weird. So what's next? So anyways, who's the guy? Who's the guy there at the at the, the watching the show? Oh God, he's great too. It's it's Mr. Acme. That's right, Mr. Acme. He runs. He, yeah, he sells all the like products mm-hmm. and gags stuff. And he owns or he, he runs Toontown. He's the mayor of Toontown or some shit. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like, uh, and he's got. Uh, he's gonna leave everything and the will to them. Yeah. Yeah. And so then what happens? So they, so she does her big song that's hot and horny, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, you can tell Betty Boop is a little bit like, ugh, I wish my, uh, you know, ass wasn't full of dust now. So guys look at me like they look at her. Yeah. And, well, he snaps the pictures of them playing patty cake. And then, oh, and, and that he, is a their way there. That whole thing. Yeah. He <laughs> takes uh, he takes and shows it to Maroon and because uh, mm-hmm. his job's done at that point. Yeah, he's done. Basically, he's got the <laughs> he took the photos. He's mm-hmm. showing Roger. And Mr. And they're actually playing patty cake. Like it's you're being you're under the impression that that's like a euphemism, but they're actually playing patty cake. Yeah. 
And then, but it's uh, sexy patty cake. Oh, it's horny as hell. Uh-huh. Uh, but then they, and so then they go. He shows him. He gives him to Maroon. They and, present and them Roger and to Roger, and he can't and, handle it. He's crying and he's, busts out the window. Oh, he's so sad. Uh, yeah, he's a sad rabbit. It's Jessica, and it, they, that's his world. Yeah, they give him that booze to yeah. like you know, hey, or have a shot, and he goes fucking nuts. Which I love that. Really goes to show how much of this movie. Mm-hmm. is completely lean and mean and no fat there's yeah. so many things in there that are setting up something later yeah like there's nothing in this movie that's just wasted time yeah 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 you everything know, it's is the same thing with how often people will remind the weasels to stop laughing totally yeah it's like uh that it's it's perfect um Filmmaking from the terms of like yeah. the what is that Chekhov's gun? Don't put a gun in the first act if you don't want it to go off in the third act or whatever. Exactly. Um, it's yeah, and and so uh, then what happens is the next day. Oh, then mm-hmm. isn't that after that is when we learn about that his brother was killed by a tune and stuff. Well, uh, yeah. Well, Acme. The next morning we find out Mr. Acme's been killed. Yeah, the guy that she was having the uh, patty cake so, off. <laughs> someone with. dropped a fucking safe on him. That's right. Uh, And so he's. Yeah, yeah. And Judge Doom. Yeah. Who we don't know is a bad guy at this moment. And you know what? We just know he's an asshole that hates tunes. Shows Uh, up. I wanted to say, though, also, did you know? So uh, Acme, they buried him in 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 his suit. Yeah. They also buried a bunch of those other jackets he wears because they're all fucking terrible. He should. Yeah. Fucking even Rodney Dangerfield from Caddyshack when it touched yeah, Mr. Yeah. Acme's wardrobe. To quote the great Chris Farley, nice jacket who shot the couch. Yeah. Uh, so then, oh yeah, so then we find out and we meet Dr. No, uh, Judge, Judge Doom. Doom. Judge Doom, the weasels, the cops, mm. they're all, at, it's a really cool scene because they're all at the Acme factory. Awab, all weasels are bastards. <laughs> yes. Uh, and, 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 dark, and they're uh, seeing all these fun gadgets and stuff. Yeah. Judge Doom is the fucking uh, uh, Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd is Ro- great. Yeah. Robert Zemeckis's boy. Scary. Oh, you know, Christopher Lloyd also played Beowulf in Beowulf. Yeah. He also produced Modern Family. That's a different Christopher Lloyd. Uh, sorry. <laughs> uh, Christopher Lloyd actually uh, was on. I didn't listen to it. So it, this doesn't go nowhere. He's our Lloyd and Savior. He was on WTF with Mark Marin last week. And so I feel like that's a good one. I downloaded it. A lot of mumbling, yet, I bet. That'll At probably this be stage. No, oh, because he's old. Yeah, he's a mumbler. Oh. Uh, Did you ever watch Taxi? Uh, yeah. He's great on Taxi. He plays Jim Ignatowski. Uh-huh. And he's like a, uh, a burnout. All I remember is one joke is somebody, uh, I think it's like Bob Greasy call, is, is on the show. And he's talking to Jim and he's like, uh, yeah, it's Bob Greasy uh, uh, from the Dolphins. And then uh, he puts the phone down and he's like, I'm talking to a fish. <laughs> he tells the other guy. That's all I remember. He's he, There's a really great joke before we move on. Uh, a great Jim Ignatowski joke from Taxi where he decides to clean up and get a job, but he's still fucking his brain's gone like yours. And so he gets a job selling uh, vacuum cleaners. And so he goes into this woman's house, like door to door. He goes into her house and he's like, I'd like to help you with your, your floor. And she's like, well, my carpet's fine. And he's like, well, what about this? And he pours ketchup all over the rug. And she's like, oh my God. And then she, he pours like a, an ashtray and like yeah. some wine, something else. And then he goes, but I've got just the thing for you. And he reaches in his bag and he pulls <laughs> out 
two encyclopedias and goes, where could I plug this in? And she's like, what? And then he looks and he goes, oh, yeah, I didn't get the vacuum job. Would you be interested in an Encyclopedia Britannica? <laughs> and there's just a fucking mess all over the carpet. Uh, Christopher Lloyd. So he, which is great because we know him as this wonderful comedy legend. He's yeah. playing a fucking scary guy. He's playing a nightmare inducer. Like Judge Doom is terrifying. very high ranking and terrifying little kids for two reasons. Yeah. One yeah. is the way he dies. Uh, well, spoil yeah. Fucking violent. That and laugh, two, uh, his voice, the... Yeah. Like, ew, 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 no two way. is how he is introduced with the oh. dip at the, the Acme uh, factory. The dip in the shoe. I saw your tweet. Yeah. You made a great tweet about it. Uh, go ahead to explain it. Well, I'm sure everybody, if you're listening, you know, he takes the cart, the dip in the canon of the film there's no way to kill a cartoon character no they, they drop, just come back yeah yeah exactly they just get a nod on their head and they come back well the dip is how you kill them and it's and like it, a polyurethane and it's kind of fucked up that yeah. uh he demonstrates it on well he's the judge and he's talking about how he's gonna try and execute roger rabbit for the murder yeah. but then he grabs a fucking shoe and doesn't even try it he yeah. just just an instant innocent shoe yeah. getting dipped into the dip. It really he, is he one didn't of those get a trial. What why is he even a judge? Where did he get this title? It's like really... what what kind of rights do these tunes have? Well, that's the, I think kind of the underlining point. It's like he just does what the fuck he wants and that shoe fucking going in the dip and destroying and stuff. And the way he's got to put that rubber glove on, yeah. which you learn at why later, but like that is so unsettling. It's just It is. Not, not just Especially the idea of this shoe when he dying. Pulls the dead shoe out, dead shoe diary. Yeah, uh, sorry, David glove out the and it's got all this fucking tune residue. Oh, yeah, it's sickening. Yeah. Um, and the way the means. weasels, they love it. They're fucking insane, but don't want to laugh too much. So anyways, they, they get done there and they head over to uh, Valiant. He heads back home and baby Herman's there and he's like uh, with his like seemingly mother. Who's like bending over, but it's actually, I assume, the woman he fucks. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Uh and 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 he's like, Roger, I know Roger. He's my best fucking friend. <laughs> he's not like that. He well, pretty much. He, he does say that he's his best friend, I think, which I yeah. thought was really funny for how goddamn mean he was to him earlier. Yeah, yeah. Uh that would that baby Herman would be his ass would be fucking canceled these days. Oh, 100 percent Yeah. 100 percent uh, he's even his, worse in the book. He's a raunchy little dude. The way he acts on set, the way he treats women. Anyways, he's in there saying there's no way Ro- Roger would have killed. Roger wouldn't have killed anybody. He wouldn't no. have a fly. Mm-hmm. So he goes inside and then finds out, boom, Roger's hiding in Ro- there with him. Roger's hiding in the Murphy bed. Yeah. And so uh, basically now Valiant's like, what the fuck? And, and Roger's like, I didn't do it. I've been framed. And then he says the famous line, who framed me? Roger the rabbit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then the, the weasels show up. Is that right then? Yep. The weasels, weasels show, show up. up and they go and hide. Mm-hmm. They go uh, hang out in the prohibition back room well, at the bar. But first, there's that good part where they he uh, the weasels come into his apartment and they're looking for him. Yeah. Um, And he puts he's doing the dishes and Roger hides under the water. That's really fun. What a yeah. smart, fun little scene. 
Yeah. To, because they're because Roger handcuffed himself to him. So then they go to the prohibition bar where that lady's working. Who? What was her deal? Was she? She was the secretary when him and his brother had a detective. Yeah, they went to the beach once. Yeah, but I I, I kind of got the the I kind of thought maybe that was like his brother's wife. Yeah, her brother. His uh, brother. I mean, his brother and him, or they didn't even exist in the book. They were made for the movie. Oh, well, that's some good work. Her and the brother. Um, Which I didn't notice until this recently that uh, him and his brother had a circus background before yeah. they got into the police. Yeah. Where they do like the long pan of mm-hmm. his desk and he doesn't touch his brother's desk. They no, make, his brother's desk is like dust and dirt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, all that's left there is his brother's magnifying glass mm-hmm. and pipe. And there's a thing that's very, uh, I think it's like an emotional beat right there, too, where yeah. um, he sets his liquor glass down and sees the will in the Acme guy's pocket. So because the, the glass magnifies it. Uh-huh. And then he goes looking and goes through some drawers to find his magnifying glass when his brother's magnifying glass in that scene. You is don't it, see it, but we all an know arm reach. it's right yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah, it's called scenic geometry. Yeah. Uh yeah, 100 percent By the way, Reem, this is just for me and you. Uh, we do this podcast over Zoom because of the pandemic. You know, every once in a while you just puff on that uh weed pipe, right? Uh-huh. Would it be funny if every once in a while you just look over at Reem, look at me, and I'm doing this. <laughs> just sniffing on a Sharpie. Yeah. What's funny is that to do that bit, I had to then just sniff on that Sharpie for a second. So podcast about to get crazy yeah because it was that when he saw the will in there mm-hmm. uh that he started to get suspicious and realize that maybe this case wasn't closed that's and right. that's why he decides to reluctantly help roger yeah when he finds him a little bit later and yeah. hides him at the bar and then so he goes to the bar um when's jessica come back into it uh, a little bit later yeah keep us going well uh so they're at the bar and they're hiding out and uh, Doom shows up again. Roger does like a, da- a song and dance at the on the bar, though, for all the patrons. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's supposed to be hiding. And yes. that's, uh, that's fun because that song is the Looney Tune song. Yes. And which leads to one of the best scenes is when he's like, no tune can resist. Yeah. The shaving a haircut. Shaving a haircut. Two which bits. Is, yeah. Which is just him walking around going. Just waiting for the reaction. Yeah. And it's funny because he's doing that, walking around all over the walls, just doing a little. And then a valiant's like in a in the old prohibition room looking through the wall. And he's like, How dumb does this fucking piece of shit think we are? And then they scan over to Roger, who's losing his mind because, yeah, the tune wants to do it. You know, mm-hmm. he wants to he wants to react. And then he eventually does. And he busts through that goddamn wall and does a two bits. Uh, and then they grab him. The weasels grab him. They try to put him in the dip. Uh, he is about to go in the dip. And uh, Judge Doom's like getting ready to lower his head in there. And uh, Valiant's like, hold on, can't he have a drink? A drink of booze first. Big drinks. Yeah. Oh, oh boy. There's this, these. These like these are that... four finger fucking scotches that Valiant keeps pouring. Yeah. And Bob Haskins has got some fat fucking 
fingers. Yeah. Did I tell you about when I thought when I found out that my nurse was a alcoholic? She mm. handed me that cup and said, "Give me three fingers of piss, please." <laughs> uh, so Val- Valiant is like, oh, "Let him have a drink first because he's about ready to get dipped into the dip," mm-hmm. and uh, Doom's like, "Fine." And Roger's like, "I don't want it. I, I, I don't want it." And he's like, "No, you do." And Ro- he's like, "I don't." And he's like, "No, you do." And he takes it. And then, of course, callback. Roger blows up again, turns into a whistle because booze makes him go crazy. It freaks everybody in the room out. And then Valiant grabs him, saves him from the dip. And they they themselves dip the fuck out the bar. Yeah. Um, and then that is that when they run back into Jessica and get the car, the taxi car? Well, they run into Jessica when Valiant goes to uh, confront Maroon about oh, the will right. and stuff and then is that he gets shot or after by this stuff, doom i'm trying to remember i don't know i don't think we need to go beat by beat necessarily but um okay so then ending up uh they go now, to, he goes to toontown and that's he finds the, the will parts. but the will's blank yeah um and so uh they end up they get in the the taxi car which is really fun yeah like, it's really fun to think about how they shot it too oh yeah because it's just Bob Haskins driving around like a little moped. <laughs> That's awesome. Hello, everybody. I, Why don't you I, look, yeah. at this, look at this fun little moped I got over here? Yeah, then they just added in all the drawings later. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, I like that when movies do that, when it's like, like when there's a movie where somebody's sword fighting with a bunch of CGI monsters. I like it better if you just film the guy swinging his sword around and then CGI <laughs> and then, the monsters into it. Instead yeah. of making them remember fucking choreography or whatever, uh, uh-huh. it's so much better. Um, so they end up in Toontown. Yeah, and- one of my favorite scenes in there, and I guess it's kind of canceled now. But as a kid, uh-huh. uh, before he goes to Toontown, because I, I think they take Roger, and he's chasing them into Toontown. Mm-hmm. Uh, he pulls out his animated gun. Oh yeah. And it's got all these cartoon character bullets mm-hmm. and he shoots it at them. And like, I guess one of them's a na- uh, Indian. And yeah. He even he goes, a, he does a, whoa, 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 and he so has a tomahawk. That's about the only thing that hasn't aged too well. Yeah. I feel, I feel like there's probably a few more things in it, but I can't pull them off the top. Well, of my head. you know, if I was but, younger, I'd notice them and far less than other movies of the year. Oh yeah. 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 Um, like, do you remember when we tried to do a podcast about the Monster mo- Squad? Monster Squad, <laughs> fucking four lines into that movie, we're like, nope. <laughs> uh, hey, hey, folks, if you got a fun soft spot in your heart for that '80s movie Monster Squad, don't rewatch it. Also, when they go to Toontown, he runs. That's when we get to meet some of the other cartoon. We get some good cameos in there. Oh, sure, and yeah. I gotta say cartoon characters especially the warner brothers people they show up and they're some assholes yeah that's right they've always been assholes but but uh you're just used to them being jerks to other people but bugs yeah hits them with that spare oh sure yeah and tweety bird pulls his fingers off uh i have right here a list i'm just gonna buzz down this fucker real quick this okay. is all the cameos in this one okay in mm-hmm. this film is that all right yeah mickey Minnie, donald daisy Goofy, Pluto, Pete, yeah. Horace Horsecollar, Clarabelle Cow, Huey, Dewey, and Louie. They're in the newspaper and well, they're apparently, like, they're like wanted for murder or something. Yeah. Apparently, <laughs> there's only 11 non Disney characters in there. 
Oh, wow. And those are more cameo than that because they were free to use the Disney characters. Like, yeah. it's pretty clever early on when the, the guy's like, yeah, I got Dumbo and the cast of Fantasia on loan on, on loan from Disney. And the best part is they work for Peanuts. Yeah. And he walks out there and you run into a lot of Fantasia stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's able the to explain that. The brooms are sweeping. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, so... The, uh, uh, every yeah you're right every disney character is in this elmer toby the tortoise bambi ferdinand pinocchio bambi dumbo pedro ben buzzard emotion because yeah, they're free it's, to use disney they chicken to... chicken little is in it from the 1943 chicken Little. little oh Earth. not the cg one from no, 2000 that came out way after yeah. uh but then these are the warner brothers that are in it okay yeah bugs bunny daffy duck elmer fudd porky pig yosemite sam Tweety Bird, Sylvester, Foghorn Leghorn, Roadrunner, Wiley Kitey, Marvin the Martian. I don't even remember Marvin. You see his face for a little bit at the end when everybody comes in. Sure. Sam the Sheepdog, uh, the prototype Bugs Bunny, which I mentioned, a gray version of Mark Antony, a character resembling Michigan J. Frog, Yo-Yo Dodo. Wasn't that who you said uh, Betty Boop's name was? Yes. Uh, Yeah. So, And then MGM cartoons, Droopy, Spike, Screwy Squirrel, Meathead Dog, so goddamn, there's a lot no of Tom random. and Jerry though. Coco the clown, uh, Betty Boop, Wiffle Piffle, uh, Joker, the Harley Quinn Jack in the Box logo from the novel tunes, Woody Woodpecker. So it's not even just D. I always just assumed it was like the main Looney Tunes and the main Disney characters, but it's like literally yeah. MGM cartoons, Flesher Studios, well, Paramount, and Pictures. most of those are all in that shot right at the end. Yeah, when all the tunes come in, that's when you get like your Bambi and your Woody Woodpecker. And but, one of the uh, one of the weirdest ones is when you, that tunnel that they go through. You know, the one that Marty rides yeah. his uh, uh, hoverboard in. Uh, on the on the like the the metal the cement crest of that is instead of like the drama and comedy face, you know, the masks. It's mm-hmm. Felix the Cat. It was oh, like yeah. the horny cartoon from all the cartoons. Yeah, and uh, it's uh, interesting to note that Warner Brothers only allowed their characters to be included in the film Yeah, uh, if their two biggest stars had the exact same amount of screen time as uh, Disney's biggest stars. That's right, yeah. So that's why you only see Mickey and Bugs on screen together and uh, Donald and Daffy. That's right, yeah. And that's very good. I really enjoy. I I like. You can't. You can't imagine I, how awesome that was. Yeah. Seeing that, you know. Yeah. Um, and, and it gets and, less yeah. and less awesome for kids of today, because this would basically be like, uh, the Minions and Kung Fu Panda. Yeah. And you know, like Warner, like I hate to say it, but you know, Mickey Mouse. And uh, Bugs Bunny don't pull the same clout with today's kids. I don't think they as do, but kids they might. of 1987. We don't know that. Maybe not. I probably not, but we don't know. Um, I there's actually a quote I saw uh, that uh, Bob Hoskins after the movie came out, his son saw it and wouldn't talk to him for a week. Have you seen this? Uh-uh. Uh, his son wouldn't talk to him for like a week. Was like giving him the silent treatment. And finally, he's like, what is wrong? And his son was just so mad that he got to be in a movie with Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck and Dumbo. And he didn't introduce him to any of them, uh-huh. uh, which is a really funny story until I tell you that his son was 29 at the time. <laughs> he was adult. Yeah. Uh, boy. Uh, Anyways, oh, so here for the big showdown, right? Yeah. Uh, Doctor. Do- and that it's 
I just threw my uh, chapsticks. I just threw my Everwood somewhere. Uh, that is a long scene. Yeah. Like, okay, so they're in the Acme Quick movie. factory. And basically, Doom's whole thing was uh, Doom was now going to take control of Toontown to knock it over and put up a fucking freeway. Freeway. Yeah. They were going to yeah. pave paradise and put up a parking lot. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Uh, and... He he just had all these visions of like what America would be, which strip is malls. what America came out to be. Um, Fast yeah. food restaurants. Yeah, yeah. Strip malls. You know? Yes. Yeah. Uh, and so, but that's why Acme had to die. And Roger, he just had to frame. Somebody had to be held accountable for it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but the funny thing is, is that uh, so they he, he's him and the weasels string up Jessica and Roger and they're going to drop them in the goop, right? Or the, the what's it called? Dip. Dip. Well, they're hung up. Roger, the, the namesake of your movie is like, there's like 25 minutes that him and Jessica are hanging from that thing. And they are constantly in trouble, but in different ways. Yeah. Like they almost get dropped in. And then that fire truck thing is shooting it at them. And it like is moving towards them. And then it goes further away. And then they're going to be lowered into it again on the floor. Like it's really just, it's all staged really well. Yeah. Dip has caused a lot of kids anxiety. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. It's why it also is why a lot of us never got into chewing tobacco. See, I like that scene because that's when Valiant really starts kicking ass. Because oh, he, yeah. do, he does his musical number. He does like the shtick. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I didn't know Bob Haskins could do backflips like that. So that's pretty cool. And he kills all the weasels. We yeah. get the payoff on that. Yeah. And then uh, the Judge Doom reveal, uh-huh. which isn't obvious to adults watching it. But shit, as a kid, man, that was crazy. Yeah. Because, well, you. You don't know because you just think he's going to die. Mm-hmm. He gets that funky glue on his hands and his feet and gets ran over by the, by the steamroller. The steamroller. Yeah. And, and then, then he starts popping back up. Oh, and it's so cool. He gets his air in him and he just fucking blows himself up and he has the crazy eyes yeah. and the fucking Iron Man hands. So I have a question. Is he attuned wearing a suit? Or is he yes. a tune that presents like that guy, what that guy looks like? Yeah, he's like a tune that figured out how to hide his tuniness. Yeah, because it's very interesting. Like you said in the book, you find out big. Yeah, in the book, was... they call it crossing over. A lot of tunes become oh. humans. Well, that's very interesting. Yeah. Um, because when I was a kid, man, that's the way You're his a kid eyes. Man? Uh, yeah. When I was a kid, man. Uh, that man, uh, when I was Nicole Kidman, uh, the way that his eyes bugged out and shit. Yeah. And his, his and voice the voice and the oh. eyes and the voice and the fake death, mm-hmm. I think, are the big reasons why Judge Doom and the dip. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's killing cartoon characters. Yeah. He was a bad He's guy ran over. before we knew he was a, a, a fucking yeah. villain, you know? Yeah. It, it, it was such a good payoff and everything like that. That voice. Yeah, is freaky and he's freaky. Mm-hmm. And it's a little bit like when his what happens? He gets some goop in his eye or some dip in his eye or something. Something happens where his are his eyes pop oh, out or whatever. Well, it's when he's blowing himself back up after getting oh, ran yeah. over. His two glass eyes That's drop right. onto the floor in front of him. Yeah, and then we get the full reveal that he's a 
tune. Yeah. Um, this time when I watched this movie. Oh, okay. So we'll wrap it up then. He, uh, uh, they he end hit, up. He gets dipped. He gets his ass dipped. Uh-huh. Uh, and then they they're getting lowered onto the floor. They don't know how to get down. And so, uh, uh, Valiant rinse all the dip away. The dip hit, machine hit drives the through the wall. Yep. So all the tunes can come in for one of the best shots of all time with all those fucking cartoon, all those characters. Yeah. Um, just pl- like you know, left and right, thousands, all the ones we listed. They um, find the will. The the, and what get happened to keep was Toontown. like you said, the way that nothing is done for fluff in this. Yeah. Or when 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 at the, in the first act, when goddamn uh, Valiant meets uh, Acme, he squirts disappearing ink on his shirt for no well, fucking reason. Disappearing, reappearing ink. Disappear. Well, he thinks it's disappearing ink. Yeah. For no reason. But then at the end, they he realizes that it's disappearing, reappearing ink, and so he they pull the 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 will back out and bada boom bada bing that it's being left to the people of toontown just like yeah. they thought and no sequels nope have you did you read about what the sequel it was uh-uh they wrote a sequel oh brother it's crazy yeah uh they wrote it it the, a sequel which is right. a pre, which is a and prequel brad pitt comes home from world war ii Oh, cool world. Uh, <laughs> by the way, I do want to say one uh, glaring uh, issue with this movie is that it took place in 1947 and never once and in Los Angeles and never once do they re- mention the tragedy of the Black Dahlia murder, which had oh, ha- just happened. And it's kind of crazy that the movie came out in 1988 or no, 87. Yeah, 88. 88. So it was 41 years ago is is the time period that the movie's portraying and uh the movie itself is uh 33 years old so we're almost there what a weird time to imagine all the time between those two things and the things that the two things now right yeah um but the sequel is it was a prequel and it was going to be about roger being a younger man or younger rabbit and he goes to world war ii and like fucking fights nazis and shit and uh, I think he was going to if he didn't kill Hitler, he was going to wound like, Hitler. I, I, I really like that idea. So it's like they're dropping anvils. Yeah. From from planes. Something like that. And like Dumbo is in the fucking war effort and shit. You yeah. know, I World I, War I, cartoons. And uh, he was going to meet jessica rabbit over there who i think was like one of the, like a nurse in the war part of the war effort and stuff like that um and it I was gonna, it's funny it was supposed to be good and it like it was gonna like it was storyboarded and stuff yeah but when was it eisner whoever took over later on or whoever became Exit. in charge because so this was part of that weird time where like this movie came out before little mermaid yeah plus and, this is a touchstone movie it's yes. not even disney no exactly and so then once the the disney renaissance we always talk about happened everything kind of they started looking at everything different and they started holding disney a lot tighter even touchstone yeah. and buena vista entertainment and stuff and so the whoever was in charge now was like we're not going to do a, a movie with some of our characters and nazis we're not going to do that and so it got shelved and then in like 2001 maybe or 99 they started doing it again and there's actually some test video of I think what's that guy's name? Uh, the guy from Twin Peaks, whatever that guy's name is, and he's like mm-hmm. the mayor on Portlandia. Um, there's some t- 
test footage of him like sitting at a desk and Roger Rabbit interacting with him because they were going to try to do a sequel then like in 99, 2000 or something <laughs> and then stopped. Um, but it was, I mean, it, I think it's worth it. I think it'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you see this when you were a kid? Like, was this a oh, movie yeah. you watched a lot and stuff? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm like seven when it came yeah. out six yeah you know and so it's great when you're a kid and it's one of those that's easy to go back to because it has uh a obviously more mature tone to it than a lot of its uh source materials yeah totally um the uh i same thing i i watched it a lot we had it on tape like taped from tv and stuff yeah yeah, yeah. um and uh <laughs> It was one of those things though that like I rewatched it a few times in college. I think I had a burned copy on DVD. I don't remember, but like literally I'm and also Reem listeners. I, I don't know. You know, you all, you love me and you think I'm this comedic mastermind and genius, well. but I'm dumb as hell. And like when I started watching this movie the other day, I was like three minutes in and I'm like, who framed Roger Rabbit? That's a weird title. What was he framed for? And then I start watching it and it's as if I watched it for the first yeah. fucking time. I'm like, oh, oh, they thought he murdered his. his uh, when I was a kid, guy. I thought that was his name. <laughs> who framed Roger Rabbit? And it's somebody just who has like bad grammar. They're like, who framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, but yeah, rewatching it now, it's like I kind of. I, I fucking saw it for a for a story, a beginning, middle, and an end, as yeah. opposed to just these fun features with, you know, a good guys and bad guys and stuff. I definitely think it's one of the best films that we've rewatched. Oh, oh for the oh, podcast. hundred percent, hundred percent. Just from I mean, the technical well, aspect, the yeah. nostalgia aspect, the story at like it delivers on all categories. Yeah. And fuck, we watched, I mean, like what spawned this honestly wasn't even for the podcast. I yeah. just was like, oh, that's a good movie. I haven't seen it in a long time. And uh, it yeah. flies by it. Oh, yeah. No, like we can't say it enough. There's no there's no fluff in that movie. It's all mm. killer. No, filler, well, it's you know? tail. Oh, you're right. One fluff. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. And then there's a really funny like meme that goes around every once in a while where it's like, it's OK to want to fuck Jessica Rabbit. Jessica Rabbit is not a rabbit. Right. She's a cartoon human. She married a man whose last name was Rabbit. Well, it is kind of funny, too, because uh, I think it's safe to say that the biggest cultural touchstone from the movie is Jessica Rabbit. Oh, totally. Yeah. Like 100%. there are plenty of people out there that know who and what Jessica Rabbit is, yeah. but don't know what. Who framed Roger Rabbit is. It would be which funny. I think is funny because would... <laughs> Go ahead. she's Sorry. not a rabbit. It, it kind of would... leans into what you were talking about, where it's like Jessica Rabbit has transcended the film, but she's not a rabbit. It would be funny to meet somebody and you're talking about Roger Rabbit and you're like, well, and then his wife Jessica, of course. And then they're like, Oh, <laughs> Jessica Rabbit? I thought that was just a reference in an Eve Six song. Uh, I thought it was a porn name because she uses her ma uh dildo so much yeah yeah her rabbit oh, dildo. Her rabbit dildo i see what you're saying uh, -huh. uh who framed roger hitachi <laughs> <laughs> uh goddamn well uh let's wrap this up the way we like to do uh you got a top six here bud oh i absolutely i absolutely do yeah 
Yeah. Uh, so why, what do you want to do? Uh, you I'll read go through yours. mine first real quick. Is yours funnier than mine, probably? No. Uh-uh, it's not funny it. Okay, all. that's fine. Sincere. You go first then. Oh, sincere. Uh-huh. Good, because mine's funny. So go ahead. What's yours? Uh, mine's the top six uses of uh, visual effects because it won an Oscar. Oh, God damn. Best Congratulations. Visual effects in there. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, and uh, that's what I got. My number six was uh, Benny the Cab. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Time out. This won three Oscars, brother. Yeah. This one for best film editing, Mm -hmm. uh, best effects, sound effects editing, and for best effects. And it was nominated for six. Yeah. That's awesome. God damn. Can you imagine getting six nominees and you didn't get nominated for best picture? Go fuck yourself. Right. What What I I think Oscar should just be Golden uh, Walter Matthaus. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I got six Oscars and two Felixes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so go ahead. What was your number six? Say it again. Uh, Benny the Cab. Yeah, very good. Uh, especially the fact because, like I was saying, it's you can see a little bit of footage of Bob Haskins driving this Hoskins. little. Yeah. Hoskins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Hothskins. <laughs> That's what you wear to keep warm. It's a wampa. That's it's right. Hothskin. I I have a question. Do you uh-huh. remember at the end? Does the cab show back up? Yeah. Okay, because I there's a lot of fear when he because he drives through some uh, dip. Yeah, and then it crashes just tires. Yeah, but I I don't know. I guess he yeah, shows up at the end. Okay. To, yeah, he's fine. Don't worry. Yeah. Okay. But uh, number five, brother. Uh, was Judge Doom expanding? Oh that, yeah. Or just all of him getting ran over and uh, being so flat eerie. and walking it's, around. It's almost like that that whole Slender Man thing. The way he looks when he pops back up is unsettling mm-hmm. when he's flat and then uh number four was uh baby cigar wait baby you, oh baby herman yeah baby herman oh. cigar <laughs> oh Sorry, his cigar are you yeah. saying okay you're saying when baby his... herman is yeah. outside of the uh Cartoon. valiant office yeah and he's talking to him in his thing his little uh walker bassinet thing he's got a he's got a cigar okay it's not I, an animated cigar. Yeah. It's I a understand. real cigar. So they built like a little robot arm yeah. with like seven points of articulation, put it in the fucking bassinet and had it moving the cigar around. That's awesome. Which I, I was just trying to be clear because I thought you were con- forgetting his name. Yeah. And you were saying I that was. one of your favorite things was baby cigar. And you I just like everything about it. I was him. really hoping you would say baby Herman to help me out there. <laughs> You know? Baby Herman, baby. I love it. That's that is 100% true. It looks awesome. I want to see a spinoff show and it's Baby Herman's head. Oh, <laughs> that's pretty good. It's just uh-huh. fucking horny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's cool. And it's really cool because why the fuck didn't they just make a cartoon cigar? That's just them yeah. flexing nuts, yeah. basically. There's Which brings me to my number three. Yeah. The guns. Oh, yeah. That. The fucking weasels have mm-hmm. they're all prop guns yeah like you can see footage of puppeteers walking around with guns above the st- stage yeah so well it also helps bob hoskins huh that's right bob hoskins acting with the eye level because mm-hmm. he uh, he's looking at these guns walking around totally. that eventually are going to have weasels attached to them yeah. so maybe that's why they decided to do that instead of fully animated props for the cartoon characters. But either way, it, it netted them an Oscar. Totally did. And uh, my number two 
is uh Roger at one point he touches Valiant's brother's desk and it's oh, like his, we said it's covered in dust. His handprint? Yeah. Yeah, he, that's awesome. Yeah. I mm-hmm. almost screenshotted that to be like, what a cool piece of footage. Yeah, they do that all over. And that brings me to my number one uh visual effect. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of them is like I said, just them I think doing it because they can do it. Yeah. But when they go in the back room initially uh at the bar uh they hit a lamp there's a there's a ceiling lamp yeah that they hit they don't need to hit it no it's a decision and when they hit the lamp it's swinging back and forth back in the room and as a result they have to animate all of the shadowing oh yeah on the wall and in the animal uh and everything that's so it it just really completely ups the game of what they're doing and Instead of just having it in one spot, like I said, it'd be a lot easier. But they made the decision to be like, "No, we're gonna have this swinging lamp." So that's you want to awesome. check that out? That's pretty cool. So there's my top six. Uh, that's awesome. Visual effects from Roger Rabbit, because again, no CGI, all hand drawn, hand drawn animation. Fucking yeah. amazing. That's awesome. Uh, what a great top six. Now mine is, of course, the top six horny ass moments. In- oh yeah. In uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Now Jessica's boobs go boom. boom. Well, that's her boobs lot, have sound effects. A lot of that's like unspoken. You got that the whole time. Uh-huh. But uh, my number six is uh, there's a part where there's some writing on the wall when they're in the hallway, and it says for a good time call Alice in Wonderland. Ooh. <laughs> and then after it, it says the best is yet to be, which is very weird. Hmm. Uh, the the thing I mentioned about how Felix the cat from uh or fritz the cat shows up from the the horny fritz the cat cartoons yeah uh there's a part this is kind of horny i guess but it's just really funny is uh when uh, at some point valiant's like i gotta go to the probate office and uh, roger's like don't forget to check your probate like prostate. oh yeah uh-huh. it's like shoving fingers up your ass joke uh i really thought it was funny the way the patty cake thing that's horny but like i my number three is the whole patty cake thing, the way they play it. Cause I oh. literally, I was rewatching it. I was like, maybe it's saying that's just code. And he, they're in there fucking and sucking. But then when they show, they go through the photos and it's her like clapping. And then, yeah. And then they're doing I, it like a real almost. It's, and so it's really good. funny. It's so and funny. Roger's way, crying is the really way funny. Roger handles it is so funny. Yeah. Um, uh, number two is uh when and you burned this you said this so early on it's that important when baby herman says i got a 50 year old how do you you can do the voice but i got a 50 year old lust and a three-year-old dinky and i remember watching i was watching that this time and i was just like that fucking just happened that baby just referenced how he can't fuck this lady well because of his dinky yeah uh also lots of baby herman uh, honorable mentions smacking asses looking up skirts Calling girls toots. Toots, real horny fuck. Uh-huh. Uh, and my number one is uh, the Jessica Rabbit upskirt shot, uh, which when... In the cab, uh, right? The you, get cab, see, you get to see her bush. When he crashes, you can see that she crashes and you see that there are no panties, which is one of those things that, like, you don't see that yeah. when you watch the movie. But there's enough perverts on the internet and, who have been like, if you freeze it around to this exact... if you have the Animators porn, yeah. are bored and horny yeah. is... My biggest takeaway from Disney. Yeah. What's that? Isn't that a Jeff? I think that's a Jeff Rosenstock song. Yeah. Horny and weird. I'm horny and bored. I'm horny and bored. Something like that. Uh, but God damn. Uh, 
So that's, that's it. That's our fucking. That's that. So let's. Uh, let's say we we'll wrap. See, uh, okay, wrap. Final thoughts. Uh, we'll come I, back with. I immediately followed this up, and we watched Cool World oh, nice. last night. And uh, you could, if you want to do that, just to see how bad. Yeah. Cool World is. Yeah. After how good Who Framed Roger Rabbit is, uh, you can do that. It's made by the Fritz the Cat guy. I found that out. And oh. the guy who did that and like that weird Lord of the Rings and like the Frank Frazetta Fire and Ice movie. I recently uh, realized there's a Cool World in Nintendo game, NES game. SNES. No, I think it's NES. SNES. I think it's NES. Well, maybe it's both. But uh, and I just was so blown away that uh yeah what's his it's, name it was a really Brad weird watch Pitt. and it was really bad and uh it, it it just goes to show you how hard it is to pull off yeah what they pulled off in who framed roger rabbit because they're trying to cut corners and it's coming out like ass too so yeah and i just think it's weird that brad pitt is old enough to have nes games rendered of him yeah. um he's like 57 he's also hot as shit <laughs> God damn it, Reem. That's the show. That is it. We did it. Episode two. Uh-huh. Fucking, these are these are adventurous episodes. They are. Man, how do you feel right now? I'm hungry. I'm surprised you only stopped to, you only used one break to go to the bathroom. That blew my mind. Well, I didn't have any beer. Oh, sure. Yeah. I had to take my shirt off. Listeners don't know that. <laughs> I do. It got warm in here. Uh-huh. Yeah, because I'm just sitting, now that I'm in my well, I bedroom. took my pants off trying to keep it brief. Oh, boy. <laughs> Pretty good. Uh, I was wondering why you were feverishly motioning off camera. I didn't know what you were doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it turns out you were doing an Everwood. Frankie motion. <clears throat> With oh, my yeah. Frankie motion. Mm. Mm. Uh, where, okay, so coming up. On Big month. Nostalgia from podcast. Slaperol. Slaperol. Also, I, I uh, we've got some suggestions for what to call this month. Let me see if I can pull that up real quick. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, Where'd you dip your toe into these suggestions at? <laughs> uh, these were suggested by friend of the show, fan of the show, Real Effer, Mike Hawes. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, <laughs> now, I don't think this works. Sorry, Mike. It's fun, but I don't think it works. Christian Sleester? Hmm. It, it works in when you're oh, writing it. Oh, okay. When you're All right. reading it, you see it. It makes sense, mm-hmm. but to say it, it's harder. And this works, except for I think it's this weekend, Christian Seder. <laughs> but I think oh. Seder's happening now, isn't it? I don't know. Um, me neither. So, But I love both of those. And uh, he's been a big fan of the reboot already, so that's good. Um, but yeah, our Christian Slater, uh, month of April, Slaperol. April. Slaperol. Uh, Unless we can find something better than that. Well, I'm sure by four episodes. We're going to talk about Christian Slater for fucking five hours. I am positive four. we four hours i'm positive we are going to come up with a cool word to call it probably the last week you know yeah um but so to gear up for that i uh, let's see what else do we want to say i uh, get on the patreon we love it when you do that mm-hmm. where, oh, first off reem where do they find you so, isn't it Streamcore? isn't that your new stream core that's right uh it's reem core that's, that's right e-a-m-k-o-r-e yeah baby. uh slowly figuring out reels on instagram so sure have you have been, some fun content have you been tweeting more lately or am i just for whatever reason they're popping up my algorithm a little more no, i tweet because you tweet a lot but I, and i i don't know i just haven't seen because you've had some good ones uh 
just today you posted uh, timely for this episode uh, that the the shoe going into the dip in Who Framed Roger Rabbit, and you tweeted, mm-hmm. and immediately after this, my childhood ended, and there are forty seven current likes on that tweet. Oh, she's doing all right. Five hours. That's pretty good. Uh, I tweeted a funny thing that was like, uh, I tweet something and get 12 likes. And then I yell to my wife who isn't on Twitter. Yeah. Honey, we're going viral again. And she says, good job. I love you. They don't care. No, they don't give a fuck. I care. Um, uh, let's see. I, think I, I wish, had, I wish yeah. when significant others were just kick-ass Limp Biscuit albums. Oh, thank you. That yeah, that's pretty good. Um, uh, the, the whole, the whole fucking, what do you call it? Uh, scandal of the. Uh, cinnamon toast crunch in the shrimp thing. Oh yeah, and then it coming out that Jensen Carp's a piece of shit, uh, allegedly. So on uh, Friday I tweeted, "Wow, I poured this bowl of Captain Crunch Oops All Berries, and it was full of what looks like human teeth. What the fuck? More like Oops All Human Teeth. LOL. Anyways, for my years of bad behavior, I'd like to apologize to my family and especially my wife, the lady who played Vicky the robot on Small Small Wonder. That's fun." Yeah, uh, and that's got the 52 oops all, likes. Oops all human teeth. That's uh, the Blair Witch's favorite cereal, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, pretty good. Uh, uh, do you remember this? My my fun uh, uh, Eminem parody. Uh, oh, I thought you were going to talk about Blair Witch from Facts of Life. <laughs> and it's like, we get it. You take the good, you take the bad, you take them out into the woods and have there you have. <laughs> uh, no, my famous, uh, in my head, I'm an insane narcissist. Uh, Eminem tweet about uh, uh, my gums are bloody teeth weak, uh, teeth weak gums are bloody there's blood on my gums already mom's bowl of rock soup <laughs> anyway you can find more tweets like that at Patrick Hasty. that's at P-A-T-R-I-C-K-H-A-S-T-I-E why plug that one <laughs> popped in my noggin uh uh, follow the podcast at Nostalgic Front on Twitter, the Nostalgic Front podcast on Instagram. Get on our Patreon, jump up in there. Um, if you already are on the Patreon, thank you so much. Uh, we're gonna keep going on that. Um, we've got things to send you. We got stickers. If you if you're in a position where you uh, haven't given us a sticker yet, or you, uh, excuse me, you haven't got a sticker yet, you'd like one. Uh, or if you were a, a real NF who is on the Patreon and you haven't received your uh, secret. Uh, poker chip that's no longer secret because we talk about it on the show now. Uh, send us a DM on Twitter or uh, at the Facebook, the AOL Facebook group, and we'll make sure that goes out. Um, uh, if you got any ideas, uh, you want to say something, you can email us at the nostalgic front at gmail.com if you want to sponsor an episode. Yeah, uh, remember you can do that for five dollars. Uh, you Ven- you basically you Venmo or PayPal is five bucks, you could sponsor an episode. Uh, if you got a business or if you just want to be like, hey, it's my dog's birthday, uh, you can do that. Um, tell your friends, be cool, mm-hmm. never die. And as always, remember, if you're not an NFer, you're an MFer. So, so get, get the, the fuck, fuck out of here. here. It's great to have friends like Patrick and Reem who are obscure and yet thoughtful. I love this podcast.